Oh, good what? God. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Better Win Green, eh? To Better Win Green, eh? To Better Win Green, eh? Welcome back to the Lab Green team. It is week five of the NFL season. We went nine and eight last week, boys. These We cannot have a losing week, doesn't seem like. Down to four in Survivor. We are at four last week, so that means everybody survived. Congratulations. Uh, I'm out. Are you guys out, too? Oh, yeah. Yeah, been out for a minute. Hey, yeah, congratulations took... to our fans who are still in. <laughs> I took Vikings week one, so. Oh, nice. <laughs> yep, yep. Brendan, R78, is still currently leading the weekly pickums. We're on your tail, though, man. We're going we're gonna to jump you here pretty soon. If you want the full Better and Green experience, please go to bettergreen.com. That's better, B-E-T-T-O-R, green.com, so you can get a koozie, a hat, T-shirt, hoodie. we got a whole bunch of stuff over there. Wyatt, thank you, sir. Look at that koozie. Beautiful. Beautiful. I believe that's only $4. The stuff that's over there is priced ridiculously low, so get it while you guys can. Um, you guys got anything before we jump into the slate? Yeah, I got to uh, throw you an apology, Ben. Uh, okay. Yeah, kind of um, felt like uh, Wyatt and I kind of stole the show and just said that we were all on the Giants on Monday. Just kind of like assumed that the Giants was the play and I uh, kind of just pulled you into that, even though you were clearly on, clearly on the Seahawks. Yep. And you were right. We were dead wrong. It uh, wasn't even close. So congrats to you for that play. Uh, Thank you. Sorry that we didn't give you your uh, two seconds for it. We just – the Giants. Giants is the play. It's what's going to happen. And, yeah, couldn't even score a touchdown. So, yeah. That's okay, uh, man. Call on Seattle. Thank you. Thank you. I, it was so unexpected that did you guys see the I forgot who it was one of the defensive linemen on the 49ers. I said, Danny, why did you throw the ball so fast against us? But then you let these guys get that many sacks on you. I did see that. That is disrespectful. <laughs> that whole line is bad. Terrible. Terrible. If we want to talk about bad football, let's just get straight into the Thursday night game, guys. We're going to start off hot. The Bears head to the Commanders. The Commanders are six-point favorites. Over-under is set at 44-and-a-half. Ethan, you said if you're going to back the Bears, good luck to you. Where are you sitting at this week? Yeah, I think I also said uh, I would not be backing the Bears with my money again this year, but I might give an opinion on them. Here's my opinion. I kind of like Chicago plus the six points in this game. Um, seeing a little bit of reverse line movement. The money's coming in on Washington. Uh, that was up as high as seven. I've seen it down as low as five and a half. It's kind of fluttering five and a half, six, six and a half. Um, yeah, I just think Chicago is kind of as low as they can get. Just had that 21-point lead um, erased and ended up being a loss against Denver, who – is not much worse than they are, not much better than they are. Um, Washington, on the other hand, took Philly to overtime. Philly's still, I think, thought of by a lot of people as one of the greatest teams in the NFL, which, I mean, they're good, but they're not last year's Philly. Right. Um, I think it was a hard-fought match for Washington, obviously overtime, so they did have to play a little bit more. I think they put a lot of effort into that game. Um, the only thing I don't love about Chicago is I don't like playing up game on Thursday night, just short week with travel. But Chicago to Washington, D.C., not too far. Um, yeah, I'm not putting my money on Chicago because I swore them off. I uh, can't go gray by the time I'm 35 based on betting Chicago my whole life. So 
Um, yeah, won't we play in this game, but lean Chicago, and I actually uh, kind of lean the over in this game. I think Chicago showed signs of scoring. Uh, Justin Fields, for the first time this year, didn't look abysmal, looked okay. Uh, leading passing last week, but um, yeah, slight lean on the over here, even though it's prime time. Not going to play anything in this game, I don't think. Yeah, stinker of a game. Uh, not fun. Uh, we have a couple of these this weekend, so uh, strap up. But um, yeah, same boat, and I hate it. Um, Chicago plus six, I'm seeing right now, uh, is my pl- or yeah, it's my lean. I am. I might be taking some player props in this game. I can't s- probably see myself taking a side at the moment. But uh, yeah, Chicago plus six. I mean, they actually played pretty well. I think um, Fields was the leading passer in last week. Um, so Fields actually played well. Their defense sucks. We we already knew that. Um, but offensively, they're kind of, if you want to say, clicking against USC's defense. I mean, Denver's defense. Um, they played well. But, like, I don't know. I just don't really trust the commanders either. The commanders, they're not going to blow teams out. Um, they beat the Cardinals by four where they had a comeback in that game. They beat the Broncos by two where the Broncos – I think the Broncos actually came back in that one. But – they're not beating these teams um, by a lot of points. And then they lost to, you know, the Phillies or the Eagles. They always play the Eagles tough and then got smoked by the, the Bills. Um, so I think that it's going to be, a, you know, two evenly matched up teams. I think this is going to be a, a decent matchup um, in regards to just how good these teams are. So I'll take the Bears happily plus six. I also lean the over as well. Um, kind of exactly what Ethan said. Bears kind of. Kind of actually showed like they could do something offensively last week, and we all know their defense sucks. No idea what Washington's going to do. They're capable of it. Um, but uh, so I, I do kind of lean the over. But yeah, I will be looking at some player props. So stay tuned for a couple of player props, probably something on Justin Fields and probably something on Scary Terry. Um, but I will take uh, Bears plus six for the show. I believe last year this game was around 2020, somewhere like both teams had scored a fair amount of point, but. N- no one was blowing anybody out. Uh, so at 44 and a half, I will also go with the over with you guys. But I will be on an island here again. I will take the commanders. The Bears, they finally did look good against Denver. But this is a short week. They're against commanders. Commanders have a good defensive line. Justin Fields, I think he's going to continue to struggle. Six, a lot of points, but it's not a divisional game. Um Neither of these teams probably are going to make the playoffs. So I'm going to go with the commanders at home minus six. But before we move on to the next team, Ethan, I did want to say it is October 4th. So do you know what that means? Scary Terry season. Scary Terry season. But it is also a new month. So we have to see how everybody did last month. And if you're looking at it as a team, 30, 23, and 1. 0.566 we're talking like that's a pretty average baseball team (laughs) (laughs) and we have a couple plus bets here so we did actually pretty well and for the first time the host of the month for the first month of season two is e bainbridge 26 let's go had to get the first one off the chest how's it feel man does it feel good it feels good um little asterisk next to it. You missed some time. Wyatt missed some time. Um, But we go off percentages, so I was kind of cruising a little bit. Um, But, yeah, good month by all the boys. Um, Hope we can continue. Hope I can take another one home. But if one of you guys goes nuclear this month, more power to you. 
he says a little asterisk, but this is what our records were. I went a fabulous seven, ten, and one. So thank you guys for carrying my sorry ass this month. Why you went eight and seven? He went fifteen and six. So he's talking wow. about percentages. No, Ethan, you just rocked the month, dude. That's Your player's we'll boy. It. We'll take it. <laughs> First one. I mean, we've been doing this what six, five, seven months somewhere in there. So somewhere in there. Enough, but yeah. Feels good to get the first one off the chest. Welcome to the club, Ethan. Yeah, thank you. Welcome the to G- the program. Yeah. <laughs> the Jaguars head to Buffalo. The Bills are five and a half point favorites. Over under is set at 48. Wyatt, Bills coming off a big win against Miami. How do you feel? Oh, I hate five and a half point spreads, man. I hate it. I hate it. I will be taking the under. I love the under in this game at 48. Um, Love the under. I know Jacksonville stayed out in um, – where are they now? Are they still in the same place? London. Right. Okay. They're still out there. Um, Jacksonville stayed out there, uh, so they don't really have to worry about the travel. Bills do have to go travel and adjust to all the new um, settings, so that could be a factor. Um, usually in a five-and-a-half-point game, I usually tend to take the underdog at plus five-and-a-half. However, I'm going to go against myself here um, – I'm going to ride the hot hand and I'm going to take the bills minus five and a half. I mean, they're looking really good right now. Josh Allen's making good decisions. Obviously they haven't played the toughest opponents. It was a good win last week against Miami, but um, their other ones weren't great. Um, So I don't know. I think the Jags is kind of obvious at plus five and a half goes with my system with the five and a half spread, but I'm going to take a risk on the bills and hopefully Josh Allen doesn't try to play a hero ball here. Yeah, this is my favorite play of the week. Will make my big three. Love Jacksonville plus five and a half here. Um, betting for me kind of goes in like waves. You know, you play on a team one week, you fade them the next, play on them. You know, it kind of is a chain reaction. So it was huge on Buffalo last week. Loved them in that game against Miami. Um, they showed out. Best game of the year for them so far. Um, now I'm going to fade them with Jacksonville next week. I'm looking to fade Jacksonville. So it's kind of just a chain reaction here. But um yeah, Jacksonville staying out in London is a huge advantage. Um, don't know the time difference, but I know it's pretty major. So um, they're going to be used to it. Buffalo is not. Buffalo coming off that uh, win where they put in max effort to beat Miami after Miami put up 70 points the week before. I think they really wanted that game, and they dominated, looked uh, unstoppable, kind of offensively and defensively, honestly. Um and now Buffalo has to travel out to London. And then not only that, they come back, play primetime. It is against the Giants, so they should be able to get the win. But it's still a primetime game. They're going to want to be prepared for it. So, yeah, I just think the spot is horrible for Buffalo here. Uh, love Jacksonville staying out there. Love the plus five and a half spread. I think it gets higher. There's 84% of the money on Buffalo right now. I think it goes six, six and a half. So I haven't played it yet. But, yeah, I love Jacksonville here. A lot of crumpets and distraction in England. I hear. So I'm going to take the Bills minus the five and a half. Um, Jaguars, London's their second home. They looked good against the Falcons. Um, Or at least I think they did. I saw the Toy Story version. So from what I saw, they looked fine. Um, I don't know. It's, it's, they've been in a different country now for a week. And so the time difference is going to be better for them, but they've dealt with a lot more distractions. I'm sure the coaches probably said, Hey, you know, while we're here, take your family, go look at some stuff. So they're not in their typical rhythm. And there's just something about that daily grind that when you're out of it, cause you're looking forward to other things, you're, you might not mentally be as tuned in as you were before. 
my thoughts. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, also, I am with why I do love, love, love the under 48 in this game. Yep. Yep. I agree too. Let's go a round of unders. Houston, the Texans go down to Atlanta to face the Falcons. Falcons are two point favorites over under is set at 41. Guys, I'm taking the Texans and I almost want to take the Texans money line. We got the Falcons coming back from England. They're playing at home, which I don't think Atlanta has a great home field advantage. Texans are coming off a big blowout win of the Steelers and a very good defense. Texans are looking really good right now. I think that they might have found their first coach since Bill O'Brien. Um, Wyatt, what do you think, man? Are you on the Texans with me? Same thing. Yep. Texans plus two. Um, don't mind the money line. Uh, mm-hmm. I hate it, but I was a very big uh, CJ no-reach uh, Stroud yeah. Um was very against him all year. Uh, Unfortunately, his last three games have actually been very good. He's almost, almost able to be a fantasy starting quarterback. Um, He's thrown for close to 300 yards a game, a couple of touchdowns a game, making really good decisions. His wide receivers are young studs. Love the youth they have at uh, the skill positions over in, in Houston. So, um, yeah, Atlanta looks like crap. Um, Ritter sucks. Uh, We thought he was going to be okay after week one. No, he's bad. Falcons are bad. Bijan's the only guy that's worthwhile on that team. Drake London sucks. Kyle Pitts sucks. Ritter sucks. Their defense sucks. Um, so I, I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the Texans. Uh, I don't mind money line, like you said, but plus two is fine. Um, probably the first time I take the Texans, it's gonna bite me in the butt, but it's right. where I is where it's where I think it uh, the bet should be. Over under, I would just stay away. Um, yeah, I'd lean the over, but I don't have a play in the total. Yeah, before I get into it, I forgot Nico Collins was a Michigan man. Oh, yeah. What is he? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was just reminded of that this week. Um, I'll be on an island again, though. I like Atlanta here. Minus the two. And this is a gut play. Everything, to me, says play Houston. They're only minus two. They've looked phenomenal. They blew out Pittsburgh, which I had a great feeling they would. Didn't bet it, though, for whatever reason. Um, And... Game before that blew out Jacksonville. They've looked really good. Um, Atlanta looked horrible last week. Now they have to travel back from London, adjust to the time change. Everything points to playing Houston here. I just think the line is so fishy at Atlanta minus two. Um, As you guys know, I was kind of high on Atlanta coming in. Um, They have not looked great. Everything Wyatt said about every player is pretty accurate. But I still just see this team as kind of grinding out wins. I think they have the better defense here. And, yeah, the line's just too fishy for me. So, I'm going to lean to Atlanta minus the two here. Not probably going to be a bet for me. Um, and then I have, like, five teams that are just stone-cold under teams. Atlanta's one of them. So, that would put me on the under in this game. But uh, Houston's been putting up points. So, probably won't bet that either. Probably a straight pass for me in this one. You said uh, Kyle Pitts, White. Is that the tight end two on the Falcons? Because I saw Johnny Smith had quite a day. Yeah, um, Kyle Pitts is actually uh, off the team. He's in the CFL now. Actually, oh. he might be on the. Uh, I think he's on the Barbies. Is he? Yeah, I think I just saw that um, in a in an article all on Better Green. Gotcha. I, I think <laughs> yeah. he'll do better on the Barbies than he will on the Falcons. To be yeah, he's yeah. The colors look good on him too. Yeah, I yeah. remember in the off season when I was mulling over taking Pitts to have a 125 yard game this year. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. 
the Baltimore Ravens head to Pittsburgh to face the Steelers. Steelers are four-point home dogs. Over-under set at 38. That is the lowest total of the week. Ethan, what do you think, dude? Steelers just got dominated. And then the Ravens looked good. They killed the Browns. The ball pit game. The ball pit. <laughs> um, yeah, like you said, Baltimore um, just dominated Cleveland. I played on Cleveland in that game. Thought DTR was not much worse than Deshaun Watson. Turns out he is. Um, yeah, never even close. Wish I would have never made that bet. But, uh, yeah, I lean Pittsburgh plus four here. Don't love it because I swore off betting Pittsburgh. They have zero offense whatsoever. Um, so I think if Baltimore gets in the end zone twice, it's probably over for Pittsburgh. But yeah, just Pittsburgh at home. This is Baltimore. I talked about it, I think, last week or the week before. Third divisional road game in the last four weeks. Um, so kind of ending that gauntlet here. They are 2 0. They beat the Browns. They beat Cincy on the road. Um, don't think they're going to be so lucky in Pittsburgh. I wouldn't be shocked if Pittsburgh wins outright. Again, I don't know how because they have no offense. Just kind of what my gut's telling me. 67% of the bets are on Pittsburgh. So uh, public looking like they're agreeing here. Um, and then, yeah, Pittsburgh has their bye next week. So no look ahead. Uh, pretty focused spot. Just got blown out by Houston. I think they come in. Um, familiar foe with the Ravens. I think they can keep it within four points. Maybe win outright. And then uh, I'll lean under because no offense. Yeah, I hate this game, um, but I've been burned on the Steelers twice now this year, so I'm going the Ravens. Um, just trying to – I know it's square, but I'm just going to take the square side here. Ravens are just a better team. I heard potentially rumors that Pickett was out, which kind of makes me like the Steelers, however, because I think they got Trubisky as the as a backup. But, um, yeah, let, I'm going to take the Ravens. It's going to be a, a weird – one of those weird AFC North games, um, which surprisingly have been all blowouts pretty much this year. Um, yeah. yeah, I've seen North matchups, which has kind of been weird. Um, for that reason, I love the under. Um, even if it is a blowout, uh, we see like 27 to three games, I think three times now between uh, a series of these teams in the AFC North. Um, so I'm going to go the under. Um, and then I know Baltimore is going to win. I just, I'm just going to hope they win by four. It's going to be an ugly game, but uh, I could see a very similar, like, I don't know. 24 to 10 type of win for Baltimore. It's going to be ugly, but uh, I think you got to take the better team here. Got a rule in uh, betting, and it's when you bet on a team and they get blown out by the Texans to stop betting that team. <laughs> um, so I was the only one on the Steelers last week. Uh, congratulations to you guys on that win. Um, I'm not doing, I'm not making that mistake again. I'm taking the under, I'm taking the Ravens. Um, they looked good against the Browns, who. We've seen so far this season, the Browns defense looks better than the Steelers defense. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I know that they didn't have their quarterback. Is that offense without Deshaun Watson much worse than Steelers offense with their starters or Trubisky? Right. I mean, take away those three interceptions. We'll see. But I'm taking the Ravens. This is going to be another ugly game that AFC North ones typically always are. It's been a little weird this year, but. I, I'm with you, White. Quick note, uh, I saw Pickett said he would be ready to play okay. on Sunday. So I don't know if he Love will. the Ravens, though. <laughs> yeah. I don't, someone else said that and didn't end up playing, I thought, maybe. Okay. There, or, As Derek Carr was supposed to not play, then he did play. Yeah. I think there was someone else who said, like, oh, it was Colorado. 
Buffaloes. It was Travis Hunter saying there's no oh. way I missed this game and then miss that game. But um yeah, I would prefer this if Mitch Trubisky plays. Yeah. That's also we've player theory of AFC North games already. Yeah. yeah. They've I'm gone sure. through each other already. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it'll be like the end of the season. So we're gonna go through a whole long middle of the season where they'd never play each other again. Yeah. Right. The Saints head to New England to face the Patriots. Patriots are one-point favorites. Over-under is set at 40. This is a weird game. This is a weird game. I'm taking the Patriots because it's Belichick at home. It's a, it's a pick em game. They're only minus one. Over-under 40. I would probably even go under in this game. I just... Derek Carr looked... He's hurt, and he's still trying to play. And we saw this... Man, was it with Baker Mayfield? We've just seen a couple quarterbacks that try to play through injuries, and they just look miserable. They don't help their team at all. Um, I'm going with the Patriots. Ethan, what do you think? Yeah, don't love anything here. Eh, actually, I kind of like the under, but uh, lean Patriots just got embarrassed. Those Bill Belichick's biggest loss uh, ever, I think, as a coach. So wow. I think he comes back with some fire. Um, New Orleans – as mid as it is. I mean, Ben, you've been saying that for, I think, three weeks now. So, yep. yeah, nothing impressing me about New Orleans whatsoever. Um, like the under 40 here. Like I said, Atlanta's one of my under teams. New Orleans, New England, both under teams for me as well. Pittsburgh, another one. Carolina, the fifth. Um, yeah, I think 40 is too much. I've also just heard today New Orleans has gone 10 straight unders in their mm. last 10 games. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't see great offense with either of these teams. My one fear is I know Matt Judon and Christian Gonzalez are both out right. for the year. So it's two huge losses on defense for um, New England. But, yeah, I still lean Belichick after having his worst loss. I think he comes back and gets a win. Um, I still think this game stays under because there's just – the defenses are better than both offenses. Yeah. Uh, I, I love the under. I love the under. Um, I think it's going to be like a – 17 to 16 type of game, like something like that. Uh, it's hard not to take the Patriots at home, like you're saying. I'm going to go, I'm just going to take the Saints. I'm going to take the Saints plus one on the road. I don't think a lot of people, I mean, it's so gross. Who's really going to take that? The Saints, I don't even think are better than the Patriots. And this is, you know, saying that the Saints are probably a two to three point favorite in a neutral site, which I don't really buy at all, especially if Derek Carr looking like half a human out there. Um, I'll take the Saints just because I'm going to start Olave and I'm going to be hoping that they can do something on offense. But yeah, it's an ugly game. Under looks beautiful. Under looks beautiful. I can't see either team scoring in the 20s. So under looks great. Um, could be a, yeah, that one and uh, the one we just talked about, Baltimore and Pittsburgh look like beautiful unders in my book. But I'll take the, the Saints just because it's so ugly that it might be beautiful. I get it. I get it. And can yeah. we get a round of applause real quick too? Uh, Derek Carr got promoted to the Carver Station at the Old Town Buffet. Did you catch a game last night? Mm-hmm. So just wanted to say congratulations to him on that second job. Yep. Yep. Did you Did you see that? I assume it's because his shoulder was hurt, so he's dumping it down. But did you see Alvin Kamara had 13 catches for 33 yards? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Was, did you was see? Was it like on 15 targets or something stupid like that? Ridiculous. I think. That's the record for lowest yardage on most catches, and the previous record was 71. So he, like, had less than half of what the previous record was. That may never be broken. 43 yeah. yards in catches. That's that's hard that's, to do. Uh, yeah, uh, 
about uh, yeah two yards a catch maybe yeah, yeah. yeah. those are All some poor dump that. offs yeah yeah but ppr fans are loving it oh yeah even half PPR, I like. I was surprised that he because he didn't have that many rushing yards. I was like, "How the hell did Kamara have sixteen points?" But yeah, I think that's thirteen a, catches will do it. That's yeah. a quote from the Water Boy, isn't it? Mama said that full PPR is the devil. Everything is the devil to you, Mama. <laughs> <laughs> that might have just been me, but <laughs> the Panthers head to Detroit to face the Lions. Lions ten. Point favorites over under set at 44 and a half. Ethan, let's go Lions, man. One pride. One pride, man. Lions are a great survivor pick this week, but I don't like the cover 10. I like Carolina plus 10 points. I think it's way too many. Carolina looked like dog shit. Detroit couldn't have looked better on prime time. Uh, I think the values with Carolina, 85% of the bet for Detroit. Um, Obviously, I hope Detroit comes in and blows the doors off of them. But, yeah, I just think it's too many points. I think Carolina keeps this one close. Kind of love it, actually. Um, and I like the under because Carolina is a dead nuts under team. Detroit's defense is pretty good. Um, actually, Carolina's defense isn't bad either. So, yeah, I like the under. I can see this being kind of similar to that Vikings game this past week. I think the Vikings won by eight, maybe. Uh, pretty low scoring, 20-13, 21-13, somewhere in there. So, I can see it pretty similar to that. But, yeah, I like Carolina. Go Lions. Favorite bet of the day. Lions. I got it locked it at minus nine and a half, but I'll Give take ten happily. Lions minus ten. Uh, Lions are going to win this one 24 to three. Blowing the doors off. Jameson Williams back. They're – they're gonna. They're at back at home. They're they're gonna just blow the doors off this one. Not. I mean, not like twenty four points is a lot, but they're gonna win this one by three plus touchdowns. So heavy on Detroit. If I had to compare Bryce Young to a fruit, I think it would be a peach. <laughs> peach or a plum? Peach or a plum? I was thinking peach because he's cheeks. <laughs> I was thinking a plum because it kind of looks like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Works too. That works too. He plays like one. Dude, they are terrible, terrible, terrible. Is this? I know you guys lost the Seahawks at home, but is this your only other home game so far? Uh, you have another one. We had the Falcons. Falcons. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. So you guys got that first one out of the way. You're you're blowing the doors off this team, man. Yeah. The Panthers. They are. They. They're peachy. They're peachy, dude. The Vikings tried to lose that game. They hadn't won a game all season, and they just looked terrible. And what gave them the lead, remember, was a defensive touchdown. Oh, yeah, I remember. (laughs) One could say 99 yards. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. There might be another one in this game. So, Lions minus 10. Let's go Lions. Love it. You guys were right last week. I played Detroit. wasn't close. <laughs> Hop on, Ethan. You got all that <laughs> stuff behind you. Hop on the Lions train anytime. <laughs> the Giants head to Miami to face the Dolphins. Dolphins are 11-point favorites. They are the highest favorites of the week. Over-under set at 48.5. Wyatt, what are you doing with these pesky fish? Lions, or the Giants let me down on my birthday. It's hard <laughs> for did. me to... Hard for me to ride them again, but I think I have to. 11's gross. 11 is very gross. And I know Miami has quite the offense behind them, but they also have no defense. Giants just suck. 
but I don't think they're going to get sacked like they did against the Cowboys and the uh, Seahawks. At least I don't think so. So I'm going to take the Giants plus 11. It's disgusting. I can't believe I'm back on this terrible organization, but Saquon might be back, which is a game changer. Um, it didn't really help him much against uh, the Cowboys when they lost 40-0, to but 11 is too much, and I think Miami got exposed a little bit. So um, I won't happily take it, but I think you got to take it, which is the Giants plus 11. Over, under, no bet. I would probably lean the under. Yeah, this is the most public bet game or most public bet side of the week so far. Miami, 89% of the money. And I actually agree with it. And I almost never do. But, um, yeah, New York has looked miserable this year. Um, typically, I would like to take New York after they got dominated on Monday Night Football. Um, however, now they have a short week. Uh, they actually have another primetime game, as gross as that is, on deck here. Um, and it can't really be a look ahead when you're as bad as the Giants. However, they got blown out in primetime by Dallas, blown out in primetime by Seattle, and now they have to play Buffalo in primetime. So I really <laughs> think they want to try and game plan and do whatever they can to at least look uh, competent in that game. Um, so it's not like a true look ahead spot, but I don't. I just really don't think they want to go three primetime games and get blown out in all three of them this early in the year. Uh, Miami, on the other hand, just got kind of humiliated um, by Buffalo. And I, I just think it's a bad spot here for New York. I think Miami is going to be focused. They're way better, obviously. Um, and then they have Carolina on deck. Couldn't give two shits about Carolina. So, yeah, I think it's high scoring. I like the over 48 and a half. Um, and I like Miami to kind of blow them out in this one. So this game actually was at minus one. And then they decided to keep adding points for every time Daniel Jones got sacked on Monday. So it went all the way up to minus 11. Now uh, dolphins are the highest scoring team in the league and the giants are the, they've scored the least fun fact. The, they are last in point differential this season and we're only four games in and Denver lost by 50. <laughs> Gross. And oh, they're boy. still, and they're still the worst point differential. <laughs> So Giants are terrible. Uh, Ethan, I'm glad you're joining me this week, man. Welcome to the, to the dark side. We're taking the Dolphins minus 11. I mean, it's going to be a bloodbath. It's going to be a blowout. You think McDaniels isn't going to put up – or not McDaniels, sorry. Um, God, coach for the Dolphins. They, yeah, McDaniel. Oh, okay. Well, fuck me then. Yeah, so Mc... – <laughs> McDaniels, man. You don't think he's going to put up points. He just had 70 other Broncos. He might put up 100 on the Giants. I, I don't care. This game's going to be a bloodbath. You guys ready to talk about a gross game? Let's hear it. Okay, the Titans head to Indianapolis to face the Colts. <laughs> Colts are currently one-point underdogs at home, over-under set at 42.5. Guys, I don't have anything wrote down. I don't have anything for this game. It's so gross. I don't know what side to be on. Um, I kind of feel the under. Maybe you guys can help me out. Why? What do you? What do you think, dude? I don't know. Uh, I have over in all caps. Whatever the hell that means. Um, <laughs> so I guess I'm leaning the over. Uh, I hate it now that I'm looking at it. Uh, I filled this out like at 11 a.m. today, and I absolutely <laughs> hate what I what I'm looking at, but. I guess my original thought process was the over, obviously. Um, I don't know. I think Indiana's kind of figuring out a little bit. They're not 
a terrible offensive team. It seems like they're always scoring 20 something points. Um, Titans, I think, got a lot of confidence last week, even though the uh, Bengals kind of suck. The Titans were walking around there with um, a lot of confidence, doing some trick plays. Derrick Henry finally got going. Um, they look they look good. So for that reason, I think both offenses are, are feeling decent right now. Um, the Colts almost came back against the Rams. That was almost a terrible beat for Ethan. Um, but so I think there's going to be some offense. I think the over of 42 and a half has some – has some reason to put some money on it, but I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the Titans plus one. And I hate these freaking Titans, but I'm gonna take them plus one. Uh, I liked how they played last week. I thought they, I just said that they are playing with confidence. They look good. Um, Colts are not. I mean, they're bad, but they're not as bad as we thought they were gonna be. And um, Titans, I think, are playing a little bit better than we thought they were gonna be. So. I'll take the Titans. I just think they're the better team. Um, I'm seeing the line now is not what I just said. I said plus one. Looks like they're minus one and a half now. That's fine. I'll still take the Titans at minus one and a half. Ugly game, though. Yeah, actually, Wyatt, remember I did have LA on the uh, up 10 early oh, win. So that was a win in about eight minutes into that game. So, yeah, luckily I did not have to sweat that uh, comeback overtime. But, um, yeah, I actually, until you guys start talking, loved Tennessee in this game. I still like Tennessee in this game, but I don't love it quite as much. Um, I agree. I think Tennessee has the confidence coming off the win against Cincinnati. Um, but they do have to go to London next week. So kind of a tough look-ahead travel spot. Um, Indy, on the other hand, has Jacksonville in a week. So back-to-back divisional games. Um, but they also came off that overtime game, uh, as Wyatt just mentioned. Um gave a huge effort to come back and tie it and then had to play extra minutes in overtime. So I think they could be a little bit exhausted heading into this one. And ultimately I do think Tennessee is just a little bit better uh, so far this year than what I've seen of Indy. So I will take Tennessee also love the over in this game. Anthony Richardson to me is what Justin Fields was last year. Um, I'm starting him in fantasy this year. I'm hoping he can be my fantasy quarterback going forward. Um, Yeah. I think he's pretty electric, honestly, when it comes to, his legs like Fields was last year. So I think they could put up some points here. Um, Tennessee had no problem putting up points against Cincy. Uh, so, yeah, I like the over 42 and a half. That's my favorite play in this one. Lean Tennessee. Uh, what did we say it was? Minus one, one and a half, somewhere in there. It's one and a half right now. So I think yesterday, Wyatt, it was at plus one. Okay. And then right before we got on, so like 30 minutes ago, it was minus one. And now checking it, it's minus one and a half. This line's moving. This line's moving, so check what it is um, when you guys are placing your bets. But I forgot that the Colts were in overtime last week, so that does put me on the Titans. I do like the Titans more than – I mean, they did, didn't really even sweat that Bengals game. Right. God, the Bengals are. We'll get to the Bengals. That might have to be our squad ride by default because I think that's the first game we agreed on. I think so. Which is gross. So. Uh, we've agreed on a ton of totals. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, let's talk about those Bengals. The Bengals head to Arizona to face the Cardinals. Cardinals are three point home dogs over under set at 44 and a half. Ethan, what do you think? Since he's booty cheeks, man, since he sucks. <laughs> Funny is pouring in on Arizona. I think this game opened like plus six for Arizona plus five, somewhere in that range. So yeah, down to plus three. Not a lot of meat left on the bone there. I couldn't bet Arizona in this game. Uh, this came close to the old puke-in-the-mouth game, but there's so many bad ones out there. Probably should have been the Chicago game. But, um, yeah, I would lean Arizona plus three. 
don't love this game whatsoever. Um, over under 44 and a half is priced about right where I would put it to. Uh, I guess I would lean the under because since he has not shown me that they have any offense whatsoever, uh, heard today they're, they've only completed two passes that are considered deep ball passes on the year. I think that's 20 plus yards. I think they're two for 22. I heard. Uh, so yeah, since he is just complete cheeks, I think, Burrow is obviously way more injured, I think, than what he's letting on to. Um, Should probably rest it for a couple weeks, but not my call. So, yeah, slightly on Arizona, slightly on the under. Um, Under would probably be my favorite play, but gross game. Yeah, I was pretty high on Cincy last week. I thought, you know, with their roster, they're bound to explode one of these games. And it was definitely not last week. They had three points, um, lost every single bet on the Bengals. Um, now they're playing the Cardinals, which are better than we thought, but they're still not good. So I think a lot of people are going to be in the, in the idea that this is now going to be the Bengals game to explode. Um, I believe T Higgins is out. So they're already down a wide receiver. I don't buy it. I don't think this is going to be their game here. So I'm going to take Cardinals plus three. I would not be surprised if Cardinals win outright here. Um, Bengals just suck. They're just not good. We saw Arizona somehow dominate uh, Dallas teams who are capable of winning these games. They obviously didn't cover against San Fran, but they're in it for most of the game. San Fran scored a late touchdown to, um, I think, win that game by 15 or 16 points. So that was a much closer game than the score um, than the score shows. So I think Arizona is actually a decent squad. No, I mean, not decent, but they're they're higher than the bottom the bottom feeders in the league. Dobbs is playing really good. He just doesn't care. He's just running around doing whatever he wants. Some other guys on Cardinals are just popping up out of nowhere. Um, I forget the one guy's name, but uh, getting picked up all over on fantasy right now. Wilson. Um, yeah, Wilson. Um, James Conner is just a really hard runner. Um, so I think this Cardinals team just doesn't care. They, they just don't care about anything, which makes the team very dangerous, especially against a Bengals team that needs to win. There's a lot of pressure on the Bengals to do anything against a team that doesn't care. I'm going to take the Cardinals. I think the Cardinals went out right, but I'll take a plus three. I like this one more than the Titans one. I'm also on the Cardinals. And Wyatt, I'm right there with you. I'd almost even take the money line. And correct me if I'm wrong, guys, but has it looked like Arizona is playing harder and winning games more than Cincinnati this year? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, Cincinnati, like, they get down early, and then we saw them, what, pull Burrow week one? And they just – they look so uninspired. I don't know what is happening with that team. Yeah, it's not good. No. It's not good. He got paid, and he said, see ya. Yeah. Or got hurt. I'm yeah. just pissed. A year early on my uh, anti-Cincinnati. Yeah. I had their win total under last year. Didn't catch that. Uh, faded them almost every week. Lost a ton of money on Cincy last year. Should have been this year. Hey, you're right on time with the Chargers, though. True. So far. So far. Chargers are on by this week. You can't lose when you're on a bye. Other teams on by are the Browns, the Seahawks, and the Bucks. Fantasy team could, took a freaking dent with those four teams. <laughs> I could imagine. Stuff. I'm starting Jordan Love, so let that one sink in. Oof. We'll get to the Packers. We'll get to the Packers. I, I actually have to start Ryan Tannehill in one of my leagues. <laughs> <laughs> what is it, a 32-man league? What the hell, Ethan? I don't know. I think my teams are stashing away quarterbacks. Yeah, everyone has, a, everyone has two. My options are, well, not this week. I had Deshaun Watson. That was my only quarterback rostered, so I had to pick up DTR last week, and now I have to go Tannehill with 
watched my bye. Yeah, it's gross. Oh, rest really in good. peace to your fantasy yeah. team, dude. <laughs> Thanks. The Eagles head to Los Angeles to face the Rams. Rams are four and a half point underdogs at home. Over under set at 50 and a half. All right, Wyatt. Eagles, man, they're still struggling. They got to change it at some point, right? You would think. And this line was minus four this morning. It's already up to four and a half, um, which kind of makes me feel a little bit better. Or it's just super public that it's a terrible bet. But I took the Phillies. Or sorry, the Eagles. Keep mm-hmm. saying the Phillies because they're baseball. Uh, Eagles, um, mm-hmm. minus four, four and a half, whatever it's sitting at. I hate it, but like they're at LA. We've seen, or they're at the Rams. We've seen the Rams play. They're not the same Rams from last year. They're a much better Rams team. Um, they're in almost every single game. Uh, tough team, tough defense, uh, very high power passing attack. They're a tough team. And the Eagles, as you just said, just said, have struggled almost every single game this year. Have not looked good at all. Have not looked like reigning Super Bowl runners ups. Like they're squeaking by despite being four and zero. They easily. I think they're zero and four against the spread. Like. They can't do anything. So I think this is a game they figure it out. And the line keeps going up, which, again, I don't know what to think about that. I haven't looked at the money and where the money's at, but line keeps going up. I think this is the Eagles game to win. It's pretty ugly. Um, I think the Rams is the obvious bet here. But I think the Eagles win this one kind of similar to like the Rams against the Seahawks week one. So I think like a 27-13 type Eagles win here. Yeah, we're going to differ again. I like the Rams quite a bit. One of my favorite plays of the week. Um, plus four, four and a half, whatever it's at. Um, yeah, I'm on the fade Philly train for sure this year. Uh, just not a believer in Philly. I think they should already have two losses, uh, but they are 4-0. So um, they're finding ways to win games. But, yeah, I just I have a lot of trust in Stafford. Um, I think LA's looked pretty good. I was kind of high on them coming into the year. Um, unfortunately, didn't bet any features with them, but – they have looked pretty good. Um, Cooper Cup might be coming back this week, which I like. Um, and yeah, I just I really don't see Stafford getting blown out. I just I trust McVay, I trust Stafford, I trust Cup, Donald, some of those vets on that team to keep this one close. And yeah, Philly just really has not looked very good to me. So love LA, tough travel spot for Philly all the way across the country as well. Um, and kind of a unique spot here. Both teams off overtime games, so no real uh um advantage for either so i don't know how often that happens but probably not very often where you play um yeah when both teams drop over time but yeah i like la uh plus four and a half is that where it's at right now yeah yes okay cool yeah it was plus four when i was taking my notes so yeah i'll take the extra half point here um and then i love the under in this game too 50 and a half seems extremely high yeah yeah, I actually, I'm going to take the over just because I think that they might be humming a little bit. Um, the Rams have actually looked pretty good, so I don't blame you at all for taking the Rams. Um, I will be on the Philadelphia Flyers. <laughs> <laughs> good, good, good. <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles. Four and a half, man. I mean, I got burned by them last week taking them against the Commanders, but against the Rams, I think that the Eagles – to unlike the Bengals that we're seeing that they're having these struggles and they're just looking like they're giving up. The Eagles, they they want to get this turned around and they yeah. need to at some point. And I think that they're doing a lot more work uh, trying to make things right. And I think that Rams, they, they're playing better than I think they are because they are suffering that cap hell from that Super Bowl run. 
Right. Right. There might be a lot of Kelly Green, the game being in LA. Yeah. Those 76ers are a tough team on the road. <laughs> Damn that Philadelphia Union. <laughs> Is there a head coach, uh, Sylvester Stallone, Rocky? Still? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the Chiefs head to Minnesota to face the Vikings. Vikings are four and a half point home dogs as well. Over under set at 53. That is the highest total of the week. Guys, I'm taking my Chiefs. I'm taking my Chiefs minus the four and a half. That defense, way better than Carolina's defense, I in my opinion. They're going to they're going to eat up Kirk Cousins. Uh, that's just my opinion. He's not looked very good this year. Justin Jefferson will probably do fine. They have no running game, and that is going to hurt them. I think the Chiefs get up early. Chiefs have been played about as bad as they possibly can, too, and they're going against a Minnesota team that has no defense. The receivers and I'm guessing probably Kelsey and Pacheco, too, they all just they are able to eat more than they normally do. Uh, Wyatt, what do you think? These Vikings are sick and tired of being sick and tired. They're going to win this game outright. I'll take them a plus four and a half. I will also take the over. I think it's going to be a shootout. Um, Vikings back at home. I think they haven't won at home yet this year. And yeah, they were at um, Carolina. Or wherever. Yeah, okay. So they haven't won at home yet. There's, that's a rowdy crowd. Um, they're already rowdy at the baseball game. Um, <laughs> rowdy crowd. They, they have a lot of expectations. And this is kind of the same Vikings team as we saw last year that just – they're not good, but they – they have a lot going on offense and the only way they win this game is it's just going to be a blowout. So, um, or a shootout. So I'm going to take the Vikings plus four and a half. I think they might win outright. Um, but I will be taking the over a 53 favorite play in that game. Um, like a 32 28 type of game. Um, we'll, for the sake of you, Ben, we'll say the chiefs win it, but, um, Vikings cover the four and a half. Okay. I'm surprised. We've been pretty lockstep this week. Yeah. I just I hate Taylor Swift. <laughs> Truth comes out. You can't even get uh, away from Taylor Swift on this podcast. No. Nope. No safe space. Blank no. space. Man, almost had it. Oh no. Um, <laughs> um yeah, I had this game circled actually. Uh, a couple weeks ago, Minnesota plus six is where it was. So I'm bummed now that it's at four and a half. Don't know if I can bet it, but I still like Minnesota plus the four and a half. Wouldn't be shocked if they won outright. Um, the one thing I don't like is how kind of bad Kansas City looked on Sunday night. Uh, I was kind of hoping they would blow out the Jets. We'd get maybe a six and a half, seven in this game. Would have absolutely hammered Minnesota. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if I can bet the four and a half now, but. Uh, yeah, 74% of the money is on Kansas City. We're getting some reverse line movement coming in here. Uh, I think Minnesota could be confident. I still – Minnesota's pretty bad. I was pretty harsh on them all weekend. But um, I just think they have the, the pieces on that team, especially offensively, to where they can hang in with just about any team, honestly. Um, they don't put it all together at the same time often. But, yeah, I just kind of like Minnesota in this game. Kansas City has a divisional Thursday night game against the Broncos coming up, so short week for them. Not that the Broncos are much of a threat, but still a divisional game. Um, yeah, kind of like Minnesota here. Wouldn't be shocked if they won, and I actually like the under in this game. I uh, just think that's a high total for a pretty stout Kansas City defense, a defense or a Kansas City offense that's not really 
they don't have like the big play threat anymore. It's kind of just dink and dunk. Like you said, Ben, a lot of Pacheco, a lot of Kelsey underneath, not last week, but um, typically. So, yeah, I just think when the Chiefs score, it should be longer, um, slower drives. Um, yeah, just kind of like, I think it's too many points to 53. So, under Minnesota for me. Man, we were talking about if there's going to be a fire sale in Minnesota, if they lost to the Panthers, and they still almost did. And now you guys are saying possible money line against the Chiefs. How the times have changed. It seems like they just play games close. They're always in it, and they always just screw themselves up at the end, but they're always in it, I feel like. yeah, They have one of the best offenses in the league right now. They are putting up some massive numbers. Justin Jefferson scored 20 freaking five points each game. He's destroying my fantasy league. Yeah, the turnovers are really yeah. holding back. Yeah. And they're bad. But that's kind of why I liked them against Carolina. I was like, there's no way they keep turning the ball over. And they still, I mean, had some really – that pick six that Cousins threw was really, really bad. Yeah. So, I don't know. If they stop turning the ball over, if they win the turnover battle in this game, they likely cover the four and a half. I'll say that. Okay. Well, we will revisit this one. We next will. Next week's episode. <laughs> The Jets head to Denver to face Broncos. Broncos are one and a half point favorites at home over under set up 43 and a half. Ethan, what? One and a half point favorites. Good God, who made these lines in this game? I'm starting with you because I want to hear what you have to say about it. I think you're starting with me because you have a good idea that this is the puke in the mouth game of the week. <laughs> Guess I'm gonna vomit. <laughs> you got it, dude. You got it. Yeah, uh, man, really tough. If uh, Washington Chicago didn't play Thursday night, that probably would have been. But couldn't start off the show with the puke in the mouth game, so it has to be the Jets and Denver, um, two pretty disgusting teams, honestly. Um, although the Jets look decent against Kansas City, um, but I still – I think it was kind of a fluke game, not to impress with Zach Wilson, even though he did kind of ball out in that game. Um, their defense, though it's good, I thought they kind of struggled. I mean, they kind of let Kansas City move up and down the field for the most part in that game. Um, as gross as it is, I kind of like Denver. I don't know why, but uh, – yeah, I'm not betting this game in any capacity. 71% on the Jets. I think the Jets are probably overvalued after the way they looked on primetime with everyone watching them. Um, I think people are kind of buying on the Jets. And honestly, the Jets should probably be a favorite in this game. But uh, there's a reason Denver is the favorite. Vegas knows. So I will take Denver minus the one and a half. Um, over under 43. I mean, that's tough because Jets seem like such an under team. Denver's kind of an over team. Um, I'll lean the over. Jets were able to put some points on KC. Denver's defense is like maybe the worst ever. They're god awful. Um, offensively, they can put up some points. So we'll lean over, lean Denver, hate that game. Yeah. Uh, Zach Wilson, everyone was saying, oh, decent game against the Chiefs. You know, he's getting his confidence back. This is going to be a great game to get his confidence even higher that he's playing. Uh, Pac-12 defense and the Denver Broncos. Um, great game for him to get some, you know, really get some praise from his teammates, throw some good passes, throw some touchdowns. Nope. He's not doing it. No chance. He's out of there. He's going to be benched next week. Give me Denver 
Uh, my, I, minus two, minus one and a half, whatever it's sitting at. Um, I'll take the Broncos in this one. Super ugly game, like Ethan just said, puking your mouth game. But it's too obvious to take the Jets here, uh, especially after a – I didn't even think it was that good of a performance against the Chiefs, honestly. Um, so I'll take Denver happily. I think they win this game um, by a touchdown at least. Going to go with the under and give me the team in green. R-E-F-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. <laughs> <laughs> you know I had to come up. Um, I don't know, man. I feel like they got a lot of confidence. They're all delusional thinking that they had a chance to beat the Chiefs, that it was going to be close. I think they're coming in at an all-time high. And at this point, you're facing the Broncos. If you don't go in and beat the Broncos, everybody knows that your season's over. So I think that this defense is going to be humming. Um, Russ comes back down to earth. They try. He tries to cook again, burns the whole meal. So I... <laughs> I'm out, man. I, I can't get back on the Broncos bandwagon. They burned me all season. I can't keep picking them. It's not a fun need, game. Guys. No. No. I'm going to need reminders on Sunday not to bet the Broncos because I kind of really want to. <laughs> God. All I right. as well. Uh, Ethan's Venmo is posted in the link, so you guys can send him some recovery funds. Thank you. The Cowboys head to San Francisco to face the 49ers. 49ers are three and a half point home favorites over under set at 45. We don't have a game of the week because we don't usually get games this good. Wyatt, which way are you leaning, man? Do you mind if I send it to Ethan first? I don't at all. He's a Cowboy guy. I'm wanting to see what he's thinking here. I love this game. I'm so pumped for this game. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Ben, game of the week, probably game of the year so far. Should be phenomenal. Like Dallas plus three and a half. Um, there's a chance they get blown out in this game. I mean, San Fran is the Super Bowl favorite for the reason they are the better team. Um, I won't say Dallas is better, but I feel like in these games, you just often get, you know, this could very easily be a playoff rematch here. And I just feel like you get the lesser of the two teams winning in the regular season and then in the postseason, uh, the better team comes out victorious. It's kind of what I see here. Um, yeah, I just think three and a half. I mean, it should be a close game. I think Dallas could win outright. I think defense, they can kind of go toe to toe offensively. Um, San Fran is probably a little bit better, but if deck, uh, protects the ball, I think Dallas can hang with them offensively as well. Uh, 67% of the money on San Francisco. Um, Dallas does have a Monday night football game on deck, but they do have the extra day to prep for that. So I'm not too concerned with that. Um, yeah, should be a really, really fun game. Should be almost like a playoff um, feel to this game, even though it is only week five. But, yeah, absolutely stoked for this game. Really will hope Dallas wins for my win total bet. Um, but, yeah, I like Dallas plus a three, three and a half here. And I would lean the under. I think the defenses are just both so dominant. Um, and, again, kind of a playoff feel game. So, under 45 and Dallas plus three and a half. Like them both quite a bit. Ah, shoot. I was kind of hoping you were going to say the other one. Um, I have Dallas money line, Dallas plus three and a half as well. Um, I hate it. I hate it. I think San Fran might win win this game by two, two, three touchdowns. But um, I feel like Dallas never wins these big games. They never do. Maybe in the regular season they do. They definitely don't in the postseason. So, Maybe this is the game they finally connect and then they'll they'll lose in the regular or in the postseason like they always do. But yeah, I think it's gonna be Dallas on the road. 
money line plus three and a half. I like it all over under. I'm not going to touch. Maybe the under, I I don't, I don't have a lean at all either way, but yeah, Dallas, I'm going to have to go with Dallas. If not, I may sprinkle San Fran exactly by four points because I could see a terrible backdoor cover or something in this game. But um, I think Dallas is the play and I hate it. And I really wish I'm not going to do it, but I have it locked in. So. It is going to be close, but it's going to be the Niners. It's going to be the Niners. They're they're at home. I believe that the Niners' defensive line versus the Cowboys' offensive line is a much better matchup than the Cowboys' defensive line versus the Niners' offensive line. Niners have a great offensive line, and Chris McCaffrey, that dude has just been killing it all season. Like you were saying, why they could win by two or three touchdowns. Don't think they do. Um, they might pull out to an early lead. I don't trust Dak. I don't trust Dak not to get sloppy with it. And yeah. Tony Pollard, he's looked fine this year, um, with this first year being the starter. But I trust the weapons in San Fran a lot more than I trust the weapons in uh, Dallas. Also, coaching wise, I am so not a Mike McCarthy guy, and I can just see him getting fully outcoached by Shanahan in this game. That is a concern. Yeah. They have I do have a high Okay. I think what if Dallas spent Arizona week prepping for the 49ers? <laughs> <laughs> could have happened. Very well could have happened. I mean, they <laughs> could have done it Patriots week too, and they might have only won by, what, two touchdowns? Right. <laughs> well, they might have been prepping for this game for three weeks now. <laughs> I love Dallas. I'm so pumped for this game. This is going to be probably one of the best games of the year right here. Yeah, I hope it is. We need a good one. Yes, we do. Lord knows what these Thursday night games we've been getting. <laughs> yeah. The Packers head to Las Vegas to face the Raiders. Raiders are one-point home dogs. Over-under set at 45. Guys, I'm sick with Jordan Love. I'm sick with Jordan Love. I'm sick with the Packers. You guys know I've been against the Raiders. I picked the Chargers last week. Worked out. Um Granted, Jimmy G didn't play. I like the Packers, man. The Packers got a good defense. I'm, I feel pretty strongly about the Packers. I'm just gonna leave it at that. Why? What do you think? Yeah, I said briefly before. Uh, I'm starting Jordan Love and Christian Watson in my fantasy league because of the buys, and I'm terrified to death. But I'm gonna be on the Packers pretty much just for that reason. Gonna be rooting for them both to succeed. I don't. Raiders just don't look great. And mm-hmm. Josh Jacobs is kind of their only guy. Devontae Adams is a beast, but has a trouble getting the ball from whoever's throwing it to him. Um, I think the Packers are going to win it on the road. Um, they were minus two and a half earlier this morning, and yeah. now they're at minus one. So I think money's coming in on the Raiders, which makes me like it even more. Um, yeah, so I'll take the Packers to win this one. Very ugly game as well. Not a great Monday night game. But, uh, yeah, big Packers get it done over under. I lean the under in this game. Yeah, I like the under too. Um, I mean, this game's so tough to have an opinion on. These teams seem pretty equal. Uh, looking at it all week, I've been thinking I was going to be on Green Bay. I think I'm going to be on the Raiders in this game. Um, they are the home team. I liked Green Bay's situation where they played Thursday night. Now they don't have to play till Monday night. think that it was kind of a mini buy, basically. thought maybe that would give them an advantage. Um, but let's see. Oh, the Giants just had that same advantage. And they <laughs> put up three. So, I don't know. I mean, the Packers are more 
a better team than the Giants and a better coach team than the Giants. So I think that uh, mini buy will help the Packers more. But yeah, I just a gut play. Um, I don't know. This game's gonna be tough to bet. Under would be my favorite look, but for the graphic and to avoid a squad ride on the Packers in this one, <laughs> I hope both the Packers. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, before we get to the squad ride in the big three, just wanted to say, make sure you guys check out bettergreen.com. That's better B E T T O R green. That's where you have all of our articles. Probably. I think we're over 90 by the time you're listening to this. If not, we're somewhere dang close. Um, then we got our merch on there as well. We got all the things that we do throughout the year too, guys. So like the March madness, the survivor bracket, the weekly pickums. make sure you guys bookmark that page. So you guys have access to everything better in green and Ethan, I'm thinking about getting a new dog, but I have allergies. Do you have any recommendations for me? Yeah, actually I do. Uh, BainbridgeLabradoodles.com. They are Australian Labradoodles. They're non-shedding, hypoallergenic, perfect family pets. Um, Weight ranges from like 15 to 35 pounds. So they're not your standard Labradoodle size. They're more of a, um, you know, a nicer indoor, just uh, really nice family pet. So yeah, BainbridgeLabradoodles.com. Uh, tell them you heard about us or heard about them through Better and Green. Save 10% on a puppy. Holidays are right around the corner. Great time to start looking into a, a new pet. Wyatt, he, he's he been looking. He's not even going to play coy about it. I've been looking. I need I need a little man's best friend with me. So, um, yeah, I might have to check it out. Definitely, uh, definitely getting lonely up here in the lab all by myself. <laughs> Would you say that these dogs, Ethan, are the equivalent of a squad ride? Just the best they you are. can get? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's let's see what squad ride they are this week. What are you guys feeling? Before we touch on that, I just thought about this, but um, since none of us really loved the Green Bay-Vegas game, uh, Devontae Adams' props might be a good look. A little revenge spot Monday Night Football. Oh, Ooh, yeah. Very or, good one. Good luck at it. Good looking out. As far as the squad ride goes, um, I know I was pretty high on White, I think, too, and I think maybe Ben, too, on the London under 48. But not so much. All the ones I that have, we mentioned. That one. If we don't do Cardinals, I like that one the best. The London one? Yeah. All right. I like that one as well. I do too. Okay. Lock it in. Squad ride. Jags at Bills under 48. Jags at Bills at London. Jags at, at London. Bills at London. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Getting the London look. <laughs> All right. Who the was done the... days. <laughs> Why? You start with the big three, man. All right. Give me my Lions minus 10. Hopefully that line goes down, but we'll take a minus 10. Love it. Give me the under in the Saints-Patriots game. And you know what? (sighs) Give me the Giants plus 11. Oh, good God. I love it so much. (laughs) What? (laughs) Why? Diddy Dimes plus 11. Why with a little fade away pick there? <laughs> oh my god. I had to get away from the mic. It was so hot. Oh man. 
I think Bum's bike is still hot from last week. Jesus. <laughs> oh, okay. Gross. Wow. <laughs> gross, gross. Um, I don't want to differ from you. I also don't want my friends to all text me like they do every time I fade Detroit in my uh, big three. So I think I'll leave Carolina off, although I feel pretty strongly about that. I'll go Jacksonville plus five and a half. Absolutely love that play. Um, I will go. I'm gonna put my money where my mouth is. I'm gonna go Dallas plus three and a half. I'm gonna try fading San Fran on prime time. It's gonna be a sweat. Uh, but that's why we do this. So I will take them and then let's go with. Oh man, dogs are barking this week. Let's go with the Los Angeles Rams back to back weeks, making my big three. Okay. I'll take the Dolphins minus 11. I'll take Casey, Minnesota, under 53. And then I'll take a page out of Ethan's book. I'll do the teaser of cards plus nine, Texans plus eight. Love it. Love it. Besides the Dolphins. I was going to say, you're gonna, you, you don't you're love gonna all of words. them, Wyatt. <laughs> yeah, you're going to eat those words. <laughs> when, the Giants, when the Giants went out right. We got to get some bets going today. I mean, Ethan, you're totally against the uh, Lions minus 10. Wyatt, you're totally against the the Dolphins minus 11. Yeah, we might have to figure something out for anybody, uh, for Monday show. Anybody want to put stuff on it? Uh, Who's feeling confident? I'm feeling confident in the Giants. You guys, you guys have a big three head-to-head. Yeah. And I think I might have been in every bet we've done so far, so I could uh, opt out of this one if you guys <laughs> want to go a little head-to-head. Okay. Yeah. Well, f- yeah. I mean, I think the Giants are going to win outright. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> might have to do it early. Ten win on them. <laughs> do they score ten in the entire game? Giants are going to win out, right? Plus 410. Wow. This team has played two good quarters of football this year. I just want to remind you of that. Saquon's back. (laughs) I hate it so much, but I love it. I love it. I like your confidence. I'll give you that. Chat, put it in the comments. What should should we do? You're fading. That is the most public play of the week is Miami, so... I Typically, wonder why. <laughs> yeah, oh. hopefully I can get it at 11 and a half, 12 even. We'll see. All right. Moving <laughs> forward. Outside of a 31 point second half, this team has put up 15 points on the season. <laughs> Good God. They're going to get it done. I like it, Wyatt. I like your confidence. Ethan, how about you take us over to the bench clearers? The bench clearers today. Animals that can F off. <laughs> we are drafting three. Is that what three. we decided on? Yes, sir. Three. Orders Wyatt, Ethan, Ben. And this is animals that you just hate. Just get out of here. Yep. Yep. Okay. All right. Yep. Well, I, I'm a biology major, 
and I love all animals. I'm a, I'm a sucker for animals. Um, mostly mammals though. And people forget that insects are technically animals they are in kingdom animalia. So the most obvious and the biggest nuisance of an animal slash insect is a mosquito. Yep. Yep. That's a good one. Also my number one pick. Yeah. It had to be. Yeah. Well, it's my number two. <laughs> uh, I'm going to stick with uh, Insecto Emiliana. Or whatever you call that yeah. biology term there. Um, I'm going to go with the fire ant. Mm. What is Pain the ass. Yeah. I mean, what is good about normal ants are fine. Why do these ones have to be fire ants? That's true. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Wyatt, fun fact. I had some ants attack me while I was in Hawaii. Ate the shit out of me. Really? Cleaning out some gutters. Pulled stuff out. Threw it behind me. Ants fell all down my back. Oh, terrible. Why were you cleaning out gutters in Hawaii? <laughs> because we were at a um, a girlfriend at the time's grandma's house. We were staying oh, okay. with her because mm. we were over there for a couple weeks. Gotcha. So, you know, being a nice like a, guy, trying to help it's out. It's kind of you. Sounds like a strange vacation uh, attraction. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, uh, it, that sucked. Um, my number one, I feel very strongly about because when you go to the zoo, there's deadly insects or animals that you can look at. They're at least fun to look at. Fuck off manatees. They are the <laughs> most boring. They're just floating rocks that do nothing. They're not fun to look at. They don't do anything cool. They're just like a blob that floats around. And at least jellyfish look neat. I just, I am so out on the manatee, man. If the manatees weren't around anymore, I wouldn't care. <laughs> Talking about the good old sea cow? The sea cow, dude. Get out God, of here. I, I love those guys. No, you just wanna, don't. No I one do. Loves I, just, I just want to go give them a hug. Oh, Bro, they die all the time because they don't move and they get ran over by boat props. What um, an awesome animal. It doesn't move. It's true, but I would give it a hug for sure. Um, I'm going to stay in the insects category because I wait, hate wait, them. Wait, wait, wait. You're, you're skipping draft. me, guy. This is snake draft. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Give me, the ah, give me the spider. Give me the spider, one. dude. Good they, one, good one. They not only they can bite you and cause welts and stuff, they decorate your home all spooky Halloween if they ever get inside. And that's super annoying if you don't have a closed-off ceiling and you're just always cleaning cobwebs off. Hate those guys. Agree. Not fun. Agree. Um, all right, let's see. I'm gonna give out. Let's see how specific I want to be here. Um, really could be all snakes, but I'm going to go specifically with the Burmese python. Mm. Um, okay. Just why do we need a snake that big in this world? <laughs> uh, I think it just sizes people up, eats you whole. Terrifying. Absolutely disgusting. Um, thank God I live in Michigan, far, 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 far away from one of those things. If I ever found one of those anywhere, uh, yeah, I'd freak out. Not the biggest uh, snake guy in the world, so especially one that could swallow you whole. No. 
Yeah. That's terrifying. If I ever see that, especially like swimming in like a river in the Everglades, which I don't know why you would ever do, but um, terrifying. Uh, I'm going to say um, kind of things that I normally see. Obviously, if you go to Australia or other things, there's going to be some super exotic things that can obviously F off. But we have these little like house centipede things. And they're like, I can send you guys a picture that we can put in this. But they are terrifying. They are so fast and they're so long and they have like antennas that they are i scream every single time i see one um terrifying i am there i'm already getting chills down my spine they can f off we had a hole in our wall back here because they're fixing the hvac and i didn't fill it for a while and they were just coming in from the attic and just like oh. every time like it got night it was oh my god there was one in our bed it was terrible it's like those so that one fish yeah, but they're like uh, they eat silverfish, but yes, looks just like them. Oh, yeah, God, they're like that the centipede house centipede part. Yeah, um, and then second, very similar to spiders. Getting a little biological here. Daddy long legs technically aren't spiders because <laughs> they only have six legs. Okay. But those, I know they don't mean anything. But like you're like in a corner and you just like see like your eyes go up and see them. They're so freaking big. They're yeah. so big, and they can they can go straight to hell. Completely agree. My brother is um does not like spiders at all. He's gotten better over the years, but his phobia started because a daddy long legs uh, walked across his body while he was sleeping one night when we were children. Yeah. Um, and I just had that experience within the year. Hated it. Hated every second of it. Mm-hmm. Jumped out of bed. Had to find that thing in my bed. Killed. Yeah, just a mess. Also, so, sorry, yeah. another classification between daddy long limb and spider. It only has one body segment instead of a head and a butt like a spider does. Just one body segment. So complete, complete different thing. Also not venomous like they all say it is. Right. Sounds like we need to start another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you got sports and uh, animals. And Why biology. it's creepy crawlers. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm going to round out with my personal least favorite, and I know these animals are great for the environment. They actually help out with our number one overall pick, but I cannot stand bats. I think they're absolutely disgusting. They're rats with skin wings. Um, Just can't stand them. They swoop down. Um, I think I've had one swoop and hit me in the head. I don't know for sure. They were above me. Something hit me in the head. Don't know for sure if it was a bat or not. Also used to live in an apartment downtown Grand Rapids. Every night, these things would funnel out of this chimney like a tornado, swirl for like 15 uh, minutes, and all at once back into the chimney. It was ugh. kind of a yeah, just yeah, not my thing. They can get into your house, just don't like them whatsoever. So even though they do eat mosquitoes, thank you bats for eating mosquitoes, but I hate you. Also, carry rabies. Yes, and syphilis. COVID, right? No. 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 What, that's kind of a he said, she said. Is that if you eat them? Yeah. Yeah, don't eat those things. <laughs> Why? Maybe you can help me out. I'm looking it up. I can't find it. But that like super, super ugly fish or the ugly shark. Goblin oh, shark. Yeah, the goblin shark. Is that the goblin shark? Yeah, yeah. That dude just they looks... just found like a year ago. 
he is so nasty looking, yeah. dude. I don't want to be anywhere near that thing. Like I, I'm like so pissed that I live in a world where that thing also yeah. lives. Yeah. Also, um, I'm gonna can I add an honorable mention one? Of course. How about the giant squid? Why mm, is that? He's thing cool here? though. Why well, I I don't like him. Too big. I don't like him. Too, too big. Too why, big. Why did? Why are they so? Why did we not even know that they really exist? Like, there's a bigger one out there that we know that attack blue whales, and we just leave them be. That's true. So, we should be hunting. There, there's a real life kraken out there. I have an honorable mention, and why I think you might be able to help me out with this. I believe it's the coral snake, mm. which is non-venomous version of the king snake. Yeah, they look very similar. Uh, uh, I always look like that. Yeah. Okay. If the king snake is snake is venomous, that's fine. Whatever. Be venomous. Uh, protect yourself. But coral snake, dude, you have no venom, but you look the exact same as the other one. Why? No purpose for you. And their colors yeah. are back or mixed up. But yeah, so dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, kind of ingenious though. Yes. But F off. Yeah. It's kind of like the Broncos are USC, but they just don't. <laughs> Like, F off. Go to college. That's true. We left off the worst animal of all, though. Humans. The bears. Oh. <laughs> true. Bears. <laughs> well, that's the worst football team. All right. <laughs> um, yeah, humans, yeah. <laughs> leave us a question for next week's episode in here, too. Let me and Wyatt know what we should do for the punishment. You guys right. have anything yeah. else before we get out of here? Go G Men. <laughs> oh my. I feel so like I feel bad taking this bet with you. I wish we were monetized because then we could like have Wyatt buy a Danny Dimes jersey uh if the G Men covered this game. That'd be sweet to do. Once we're monetized. Yeah. I know. I know. Tell your friends about us, man. Get the get the <laughs> word out there. Just three guys trying to get the monetize, man. That's it. Three guys and monetize. We are at 350. 351, last I checked. That's 351. 51. I feel like it's a little shitty that you guys held off, though, until it was after Wyatt's birthday. We tried so yeah. hard getting that for his birthday. Yeah, I was in a dark place, especially after <laughs> the G-Men lost, and I took him again. <laughs> uh, there's always 29, though. There's always 29. There is. You're right. Maybe we'll have some sooner than others. 350,000. November 13th. Let's get to how many, boys? 400. 400. All right. My Make it happen, guys. Make it that's happen. That's all I want. Let's do all it. I want. All right, guys. That's going to do it for this episode. Thank you guys for joining us in the lab again. Um, Make sure you check us out on bettergreen.com. We've got more episodes coming out. we got lives Monday, Tuesday, and then just kind of popping up all over the place too, to answer your guys' questions, interact with you guys as much as possible. That's going to do it for week five of the NFL, guys. Good talking to you. Peace. Later, guys. See you guys. You better start listening to the Better and Green podcast. You will not regret it. Trust me, trust me, trust me. And hey, I'm Dean Blandino. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Better and Green, hey. To Better and Green, hey. To Better and Green, hey. Listen in and cash out. That's what it's all about.
Come on, let's make cash now. We always on spot and we cover all spot from the bottom to the top. Hey, shout out to Ethan, shout out to Wyatt, shout out to Ben. Welcome, welcome to our podcast. Better win green.